Time now for this week's Anderson Healy Show. Powered by Elevation, the Sun Devil's preferred home energy technology company. Greetings, Sun Devil Nation, and welcome to this week's episode of the Anderson Healy Show, the Sun Devil Radio Network broadcast that brings you all the latest developments in Arizona State University's Sun Devil Sports and features ASU Vice President for University Athletics, Ray Anderson. Hi, everybody. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of Sun Devil football, men's basketball, and baseball. And it's my pleasure each week to serve as your co-host alongside of ASU Athletic Director Ray Anderson. Good day, Ray. How have you been? Doing well, Tim. How are you? And uh, greetings for uh, to all of our Sun Devil fans for a good week and an exciting week coming up. So we'll get after it, Tim. And we're going to do that right now, and we're going to have some help later on in the show. We have two special guests joining us, Matt Thurman, the head coach of Arizona State's NCAA runner-up men's golf team. We'll drop by to preview his 2023 Sun Devil squad. So, too, will ASU women's gymnastics coach Jay Santos. He'll be by for a visit to fill us in on his 2023 Sun Devil women's gymnastics team, which is already a couple of weeks into its season. This is going to be a busy week for the folks in Sun Devil Athletics. Arizona State will host, by my count, 11 teams representing 10 different schools in seven different sports over the course of this coming weekend alone, starting this Thursday, January 19th, and running right through the end of the weekend on Sunday the 22nd. Ray, it's going to be a hectic weekend for your athletic staff, but uh, I've always felt that this is an area and a situation in which your people have always excelled, hosting high-profile events, hosting multiple events over a short period of time, as they did last weekend, hosting 16 schools in eight sports over a period of five days. Yeah, this is an exciting time of year, uh, Tim, when you have all these sports converging uh, at once. Uh, on campus, and certainly you got to just throw your uh, uh, hat uh, in celebration for Mike Chismar and Kirk, Kirk uh, Klingerman and JD and our entire operations team and all the administrative folks who support uh, these events. So uh, there are a lot of moving parts, and under Mike Chismar's leadership, uh, and also very frankly with uh, the assistance and scheduling of all the sports operations people. Uh, we do a good job here at ASU, something that we're very proud of. So, yes, 11 uh, 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 teams, 10 schools, seven different sports <laughs> all this weekend. Uh, you got to go to our master schedule fans to figure it all out. But uh, you will find something uh, that floats your boat, as they say, if you look at our schedule for this week. I just hope the radio announcer shows up at the right sport at the right time on the right day. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. And uh, uh, not to put any pressure on you, but we'll be watching you, Tim. Okay. <laughs> I might, might want to set that alarm on my cell phone, right? <laughs> well, all the fun will start on Thursday night, perhaps the biggest event of the weekend right at the beginning of the weekend, one of the biggest home men's basketball games Arizona State has hosted in some time as the red-hot Sun Devils of Coach Bobby Hurley, 15-3 and on the season, off to a 6-1 and start in Pac-12 conference play, the best for the program in 42 years. Winners of four in a row, including a road sweep of the Oregon schools last weekend, those Sun Devils will be back home at Desert Financial Arena this weekend, and on Thursday night, Arizona State will host fifth-ranked UCLA, with a share of first place in the Pac-12 conference on the line. Arizona State currently sits in second place, one game behind the fifth-ranked Bruins. What an evening that should be, Ray, at Desert Financial this coming Thursday night. Yes, looking forward to it, Tim. And, you know, we're looking to uh, pack the arena for uh, really one of the key games uh, in the conference and certainly in college basketball, in our opinion. Uh, Certainly the biggest home game we've had here uh, in the uh, nine years since I've been here. And uh, Coach Hurley's done a tremendous job with his team uh, as reflected in the, the record and the excitement with which they play. They're sitting at sef- second in the conference, uh, 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 four games in a row, uh, great road uh, victories up in uh, Oregon. 
Now you got to come home in front of our stands uh, and get it done and excited about the prospects. So it should be an exciting weekend of ASU men's basketball. Yeah, we were uh, jogging our memories trying to remember the last uh, ASU men's basketball home game of this consequence. And the one that comes to my mind, of course, is uh, from December of 2018, when then number number one ranked Kansas came here to Desert Financial. And oh, by the way, the Sun Devils pulled off the 80 to 76 upset. But as far as a conference game, Ray, this is this arguably is the biggest uh, in over a decade, I would guess. Yes, I, I think you're right. The Kansas game was uh, a big game for us. Uh, I think we were uh, unexpectedly uh, competitive there and ended up with the win. Uh, but this is a game we come into with much clearer expectations uh, and a lot of confidence in this team at home. So certainly in the conference, uh, uh, in, in my nine years here, the most and biggest uh, home game we played. So very excited about it. A lot of stakes out there. Should be fun. Leave us not forget Saturday's home game on this uh, men's basketball weekend when the Pac-12's third place team, the USC Trojans, follow UCLA into Desert Financial Arena for an 8 p.m. tip on that particular evening. And, Ray, that should be a heck of a game as well. Yes, uh, back-to-back great games against the L.A. schools. Uh, USC is playing well. Uh, to boot, no question about it. So uh, just a great weekend of men's basketball here uh, at Desert Financial Arena. Uh, Folks say, well, you know, they're later tip-offs. Yes, they are, but, you know, they're national TV games, uh, and we want to be on national TV, and we play the schedule when they put it out there, Tim. So uh, 8.30 on Thursday, 8 on Saturday. Uh, We're ready to get after it on national TV. And we hope to see you out there. If for some reason you can't make it out, uh, the Sun Devil Radio Network will have you covered. Uh, Kyle Dodd and I will bring you all the action of uh, Thursday's game with UCLA. As Ray said, it's an 8.30 tip. Our pregame coverage will begin at 8 o'clock Thursday night. And then move your dial up a half hour for Saturday, an 8 p.m. tip with USC. 7.30 will be the countdown to tip-off show on that particular evening, and we do hope you'll make plans to join us. One other Sun Devil men's basketball note for the second time this season, Arizona State's Des Cambridge has been named the Pac-12 Men's Basketball Player of the Week. Des scored 21 points in each of the Sun Devils' two victories on the Oregon trip last weekend. He is the first Sun Devil Ray to win multiple Pac-12 Player of the Week honors in the same season since Remy Martin did so back in the 2019-2020 campaign. Yeah, Dez is having a really great season for us. Uh, and uh, on top of that, he's just a tremendous teammate uh, and a very quality young man, a great representative model uh, for Arizona State athletics overall. So uh, we're glad he's here. We're glad he's part of our squad, to be sure. Uh, and he's continuing to play at really an elite level. Uh, and so it gives you excitement to know that you got that quality of player. Uh, on your roster. So uh, he'll be ready to go this Thursday and Saturday. That I assure you, Tim. In fact, I'm not sure. I don't think either of the Cambridge brothers, Des or Devin, have ever played in a basketball game against UCLA. So they are really looking forward to this weekend at Desert Financial. The Sun Devil women's basketball team has a pretty darn significant game of its own coming up when the arch rival and 19th ranked Arizona Wildcats will come to Desert Financial this Sunday, January 22nd, for a 3 p.m. tip-off in their Territorial Cup rematch, with the U of A having won the first meeting between the two teams, 86, or excuse me, 84 to 66 in Tucson back on December 29th. Ray, it was so unfortunate that Coach Natasha Adair's Sun Devil team had to forfeit its two scheduled games on the mountain road trip last weekend. They were to have played at Utah last Friday and Colorado Sunday, and unfortunately had to forfeit both games because of illnesses and injuries that uh, reduced the manpower to the point where uh, they didn't have enough healthy players to meet the Pac-12 standards for competitive uh, uh, balance in a particular game. Uh, What's the health situation of Natasha's team right now as they look ahead to the rematch with Arizona this Sunday? Well, we're healing up. Uh, I talked to Natasha earlier today, and we're excited about the 3 p.m. tip against Arizona. 
Uh, and it is always uh, heartbreaking when you have to uh, postpone or cancel competitions because that's why these student athletes come to play at the highest level. But uh, when you have illness and uh, more importantly, uh, injuries that actually deplete your roster, uh, and you have to think uh, that the health and well-being of our student athletes is first and foremost. So uh, our doctors and trainers advised us that it is not advisable uh, to have so few uh, athletes available to compete. It could expose them to additional risk. And then the other factor too, Tim, very frankly, is you want to be fair to your other teams. Uh, you know, Utah and Colorado, they want to compete at a high level as well. And I don't think there's any satisfaction to coming in and uh, playing against a team that's only got six or seven healthy players. Uh, it's not the level of competition that even uh, your opponents want. So it was the best decision for the long term. Had a week to hopefully heal, get a little healthier, uh, and then get ready for Arizona on Sunday. So while you hate to not be able to play those games, you do what's in the best short and long-term interest of your student-athlete welfare, and we feel very confident that we have done that. The Sun Devils and the Wildcats will tip at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. If you can't, again, make it out to Desert Financial for that one, you can join Jeff Munn and Maura McHugh on the Sun Devil Radio Network and KDUS 1060 AM for all the action. Money's pregame show will hit the airwaves at 2.30 on Sunday afternoon with tip-off scheduled for 3. Also on the busy Sun Devil Athletics home schedule this coming weekend, one of our favorite evenings of the school year at Arizona State. It is one that is known simply as Beauty and the Beast Night. Uh, This Friday evening, January 20th at 7 p.m. at Desert Financial Arena, both the Sun Devil wrestling and women's gymnastics teams will be competing at the same time on the same floor at Desert Financial. Wrestling will be hosting the Mustangs of Cal Poly. Gymnastics will take on 19th-ranked Stanford in a huge Pac-12 meet. Ray, what a fun evening that always is, and the figures to be once again this coming Friday night. It really is a fun evening and a great format. Uh, uh, the beauty, the gymnast, uh, the beast, no question, uh, the wrestlers. Uh, <laughs> but to see them alternate uh, competition uh, is a lot of fun. And I think the student athletes really enjoy it as well. And the visiting teams always seem to come away with their eyes wide open going, wow, what a great concept. So uh, Friday night should be fun. Wrestling, uh, certainly against Cal Poly. In uh, our women gymnasts against Stanford, ranked number 19, uh, should be good competition all around. So really encourage our fans to come out and enjoy Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Gymnastics coming off a win in its home opening meet of the season, a tri-meet last Friday in which the Devils outscored both Eastern Michigan and UC Davis. ASU's Emily White took three events that evening as she won the vault, the floor exercise, and the all-around while junior Sarah Clark won the bars with a score of 9.9, and that was the highest score any Sun Devil attained in that meet last Friday. Uh, We'll talk with Jay Santos a little later on about his team, Ray, but uh, I think he has to be pleased with their performances in their first two meets. Yes, to be sure. The uh, the one meet where we came in third in a five-team tournament, but very close, and then home uh, last week against Eastern Michigan uh, and the Aggies. So, uh, Emily and Sarah, two wonderful performers. Uh, and so Jay's got our women uh, again playing and performing at a high level. A lot of really good gymnastics here at ASU, Tim, have been for years. Uh, and it continues. This team has uh, got a chance to once again compete for a Pac-12 title uh, and get ready for the NCAAs. But uh, one meet at a time and the first one coming up uh, uh, for folks to come out and see is at Stanford on Friday night with the beast as far as the uh, beasts are concerned wrestling lost at home this past sunday to 17th ranked princeton 24 to 12 the devils did get three uh, wins in the match as two-time all-american mikhail mcgee won at 133 pounds jesse vasquez took the 141 pound match and two-time all-american kyle parko won his match at 149 pounds I'm sure, Ray, that uh, Coach Zeke Jones, while happy with those individual efforts, not happy with the team outcome, the uh, team in a little bit of a slump right now. 
Uh, and I think he would admit that. We'll acknowledge it based on what our standards have been the last uh, few years. So uh, a younger team with uh, big competition. And, you know, when you're uh, wrestling a number 17 team, I think Princeton's number 17. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, they come in here to, to, to wrestle, to compete. So while not pleased with the dual meet performance, uh, I think we explained a little bit last week that while the dual meets are important, more importantly is getting the entire roster ready uh, for when you go to the NCAA Nationals, uh, and it's a different format. And so uh, you want to win the duels, but at the end of the day, it's how you do as a team at the Nationals that, that determines your place on the championship podium. And so that's what we have to look forward to, Tim. Again, Beauty and the Beast Night is this Friday, January 20th, ASU Wrestling to host Cal Poly, while Women's Gymnastics takes on 19th-ranked Stanford in simultaneous competition at Desert Financial Arena. One other story of note from this past week, the return of one of volleyball's all-time greats to Arizona State. One of the Sun Devils' best volleyball players ever, Macy Gardner-Donathan, is returning home to ASU as an assistant to newly hired Sun Devil head coach, J.J. Van Neal, who was our guest on the Anderson Healy Show last week. Macy Gardner-Donathan finished her playing career at Arizona State in 2015 as the Sun Devils' all-time leader with 1,882 career kills, a total that ranks 18th in Pac-12 history. She spent uh, two seasons here in 2017 and 18 as an assistant coach at ASU, and has spent the last four years coaching as an assistant at the University of Arkansas. What a great hire that is for J.J. Van Neal, Ray, to bring one of uh, ASU's all-time greats back home in Macy Gardner-Donovan. A fantastic hire, and uh, J.J., uh, with that hire, uh, has proven that he's got the recruiting chops because he certainly uh, had that last year at SC when it came to recruiting players. They had the number uh, one-rated uh, recruiting class in volleyball last year with him leading the recruiting. So in his first head coaching stint, he goes out and uh, is able to recruit and bring home Macy Gardner. And, uh, and I also tap my hat to uh, uh, Graham Rossini, our senior ad- admin on volleyball, who, who knew Gracie from back then. And so he was also involved uh, in recruiting her back home. Uh, and so we are delighted to have Macy indeed coming home with her son, Zach, and her uh, two-year-old and four-month-old kids coming back home to mom and dad where she belongs. And so when I talked to her personally by phone, uh, she was so gracious and so uh, enthusiastic about the opportunity to get back home. And so all of us at Arizona State Athletics could not be more delighted to get Macy uh, and bring Macy back home and J.J. Van Neal leading that effort, Tim. Really, really just excited about this reunion. Coming up, we'll get a preview of the Sun Devils 2023 men's golf team from head coach Matt Thurman. But first, let's take a timeout. This is the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. Hey, it's Paul Calvisi, and if there's one thing all top teams have in common, it's consistent performance. And that's what you're going to find up and down the full lineup of Ford trucks and SUVs. From tailgating to towing, on the job or on vacation, Ford has the right vehicle for you with performance that never quits. See that full Ford lineup today. Just stop by your Arizona Ford dealers or visit buyfordnow.com. Proud partner of the ASU Sun Devils. Go Devils! 75% of the electricity you're using is on products that are turned off. And your ceiling fan could cost you up to $5,000 over its lifetime. Sun Devils fans, you know your sports stats. At Elevation, we know the stats that can help save your wallet and the world. Visit PoweredByElevation.com and learn how our full suite of smart solar solutions can make a powerful difference today. Elevation is a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Forks up, bills down. Get your forks up, Sun Devil fans, because Bar S, the number one selling hot dog brand in America, is now a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. From hot dogs and sausages to bacon, ham, turkey, corn dogs, and more, Bar S offers an all star lineup of delicious mealtime and game time meat. Grab one of the new Bar S Sun Devil sausages next time you're at the stadium and head to your nearest grocery store to score some Bar S today. Bar S, a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics.
The Anderson Healy Show continues now from the Sun Devil Radio Network. This is our weekly program that gets you up to speed on all that's going on in Arizona State Sun Devil Athletics. Along with ASU Athletic Director Ray Anderson, I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of the Sun Devils, and Ray and I are happy that you're with us this week. Our guest on this segment of the show is a gentleman who's been a frequent guest in years past, now in his seventh season as the head coach of the Arizona State men's golf program. In each of the last two seasons, he has led Arizona State to top three finishes at the NCAA Men's Golf Championships, including last year when the Sun Devils were runners-up to the University of Texas Longhorns in a thrilling NCAA final at Greyhawk Golf Club in Scottsdale, which, by the way, will once again this year be the site of the NCAA Men's and Women's Golf Championships this coming spring. Always a pleasure to welcome Coach Matt Thurmond, to the Anderson Healy Show. How have you been, Matt? Good to see you again. It's always a pleasure for me to be on. Thank you so much, Tim. I'm I'm happy to be here. First of all, I think congratulations are in order. Matt, one of four Sun Devil sports coaches, along with uh, his women's golf coaching counterpart, Missy Farquay, triathlons Cliff English, and soccer's Graham Winkworth, who were awarded contract extensions by Arizona State uh, late in the calendar year 2022, extensions that will keep all of them at ASU through at least the 2027-28 academic year. A nice little stocking stuffer before Christmas, huh, Matt? Congratulations. Well-deserved. <laughs> what was your reaction when you uh, found out the news? Well, I, you know, uh, Ray asked for a meeting with me. I'm like, oh, no, what did I do wrong? What? And I'm <laughs> really getting nervous here. <laughs> like, oh, what? Is there something I don't know about? And here we go, you know. And uh, I, it was nice to have the other, the other, the other thing happen. I'm thrilled to be here. I love it. Uh, I, I love everything about the way our program's going, the way the athletic department's going, and uh, I was, yeah, it was a, it was a great holiday gift, and my family's happy, and I just am excited to be here. Hopefully for much longer than the contract, but uh, but it's great to know I'll be here for the next five and a half years. Well, it's well deserved. I think for all four of you, two, the coaches who've done tremendous jobs in their sports and. Let's talk about your team now. You had to retool your team a little bit this season, having lost some key contributors from a year ago. And yet, in the fall portion of your uh, competitive schedule, your squad finished fourth or better in all four events in which they played and even set a program uh, tournament record by scoring by finishing 40 under par in one tournament, the Maui Gym Invitational. What was your evaluation of your team's play, Matt, in the fall coming off that great finish from a year ago. And what did you learn about your new group this fall? Yeah, I thought we would be uh, starting a little slower this year. We lost Cameron Sisk, Mason Anderson, four-year starters. James Liao was a key contributor. Mm-hmm. And then at the last minute, we lost David Pooge, who was kind of expected to be a you know star player for us, returning for his senior year. Um, <clears throat> he's still graduating, but he's on the Live Tour now. And uh, so, you know, we have essentially four – you know, four those four guys all played in our final match last year wow. uh, at the NCAA's, and so we had a whole new cast. But they're really not as new as you think. Uh, Riggs Johnson is a senior, and he's a star player. Preston Summerhays had a big year of experience last year, and Jose Ballester. But still, we counted on two freshmen all fall. I thought this year we were going to be able to kind of you know sneak up on people, lay in the weeds, be a little better than people realize, but maybe start slower and. Uh, the guys had other ideas. They came out and played awesome right from the start. And, uh, you know, honestly, a little better than I expected. Uh, so I'm really thrilled with that. I, I like that, you know, maybe that competitive DNA can get passed from one generation of the team to the next. And uh, I'm really, really proud of our fall. And I, I think it's real. We're, we're, we're really good. Well, you mentioned two of your veterans. I mean, Preston Summerhays, he was the Pac-12 freshman of the year last year. Riggs was an All-American a couple of seasons ago. Uh, it seems to me those are two very good foundational pieces for your team right now. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, it's cool to me. I, You know, we've won the Pac-12 Freshman of the Year now three years in a row. And wow. I, that gets me excited thinking about it. I want to win that every year. That's a tribute to, to our recruiting and the type of guys we're bringing in. Uh, and I think, you know, we have two amazing freshmen this year in Luke Potter, uh, from San Diego and Michael Miaseth from Norway, who both have been off to an awesome start. I think they're both ranked in the top 50 already in the country. And a uh, very good chance that one of them will be the Pac-12 freshman of the year again this year. Mm-hmm. 
Boy, Luke Potter was so highly recruited, a three-time Rolex All-American, and he opened some eyes, didn't he, with the way he played in the fall. And he's a young man. Doesn't he play with a little bit of a flair out there on the links? He plays with a lot of a flair. You know, he, uh, you just love it. I, I walked with him the whole Eastlake Cup, and when the cameras are on, I mean, he's always great, but he just loves the cameras on, and he loves the big putt and the big moment. And, you know, the the, the match was hanging in the balance, and he was on that 18th hole, and he had a really tricky putt. And, you know, he came up, up to me, and we'd walk three days together, and he came up to me about 60 seconds before that putt, and he just says, hey, thanks for walking with me. We had a great time this week. And, <laughs> and then he steps up and rolls that putt in, gave a huge fist pump on TV, and um, I mean, that's Luke Potter right there. Uh, I love that in that moment he was thinking, you know, he was thinking of saying thanks and he was soaking it all in, but yet then he got himself all focused and made that really difficult putt and, and enjoyed it so much you know, the, with, mm -hmm. the, with a great celebration. Tell us a little bit about Michael Miaseth, the young man from Norway, uh, what type of golfer he is, his uh, comportment out on the course and so forth. Uh, he's a sleeper. He's, he's very quiet. You know, Luke has all this energy and emotion and Michael has none of it. Michael, <laughs> Michael just kind of blends in and he does the same thing over and over and over again. So where one is kind of volatile and emotional, the other is uh, really steady and we call him Iceman because of it. You know, it's crazy. This Michael, uh, I, I was at an, a relatively obscure tournament in 2018 or 2019. I can't remember which in Eastern Europe watching some young Europeans. And it turned out there was one Asian player there. I don't know how he even got there. Um, but there was only maybe three coaches there. Michael Miaseth was one of them. He ended up, that's where I found him. It's where I first saw him play. And, it's, and I, and I, he ended up winning the tournament. Second place was Jose Le Ballester, who's a freshman on the team. And third wow. place was a, uh, one of the recruits we just signed in November named FIFA Laupakti from Thailand. And I've just, uh, I can't think of Michael without going back to that one recruiting trip uh, where I found all three of those guys that are now on the roster. Wow, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Speaking of rosters, you have a smaller roster this year, don't you? A total of uh, seven players, although it would seem to me in college golf that depth is more a function of the quality of players you have than the quantity, don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, you're exactly right on that. Although I still like having nine or 10 players on the team. It seems yeah. like I've had a lot of years where really could have used another, another stud player. Uh, but you're right. We have seven players and they're all elite players. So I think you can get away with it. Uh, we expected to have eight, but with, you know, with Pooge and that still would have been the smallest team I've ever had. Uh, but we're doing fine. I haven't wanted to add anybody because I don't think anybody could come in and beat these guys uh, that we could find. So so we're getting by with seven. They're all going to play a key role, and we'll bring a bunch more in next year. This will be the, I believe, the third and final season of Greyhawks run hosting the NCAA Men's and Women's Championships. It's been a great partnership, hasn't it? Uh, and I imagine it's quite a motivating factor for your team and for Missy Farquez as well to get the opportunity to compete for the national championship in their own backyard. Yeah, it's been just incredible, actually. And and I think all the teams and fans and everyone that's come in has appreciated the the the, the love and the passion that Greyhawk has put into it and ASU and the city of Scottsdale, Thunderbirds. It's been really an exceptional championship. We've had – it's been good for us, too. You know, we I think we would have done well anywhere, but we finished third and second, and uh, Missy's mm -hmm. team has done very well, too. And, uh, boy, it would – you know, we got one more shot at this thing. And uh, I hope everybody will come out and watch, cheer us on. I think we're going to, you know, I think we'll be in the mix again. And th hopefully this year we'll, we'll get over the hump. But uh, it's great to be in contention. It's great to do it in front of our own fans. Uh, that scene last year was absolutely incredible on those final holes. And uh, wait sure to get was. back there. It sure was indeed. I know another point of pride for a uh, point of pride for you, Matt, is the way so many of ASU's great golfing alums are following your program, connecting with your program in large part because of uh, the great golf your teams have played in the last few years. Talk about that, how uh, that bonding between the past and the present of the program and what it does for the brand of Sun Devil Men's Golf. Well, I think uh, how your alums feel about your program, whether they're the pro golfers or the, you know, the businessmen, it, it doesn't matter. Like how they feel about the program uh, means so much to me. You know, they 
forever, wherever they go and whoever they are, whatever they do, they will be known as the guy that played on the Sun Devil, ASU Sun Devil golf team. And that's a big deal. Well, it's a lot bigger deal when the current team is kicking butt. And they can, you know, their friends see us on TV doing well. They know the names of the players. They like to represent them. And it's, you know, they all can walk around a little taller and a little more proud for, you know, their part in, in the program. And not to mention just them, you know, there's the fans, there's all the different courses that we play throughout the year that support us and help us. There's the volunteers at our events. There's the many donors that help support us. I mean, all of those people uh, win with us and it's one big family. And I think, you know, we focus so much on the winning on the course and that's a big deal, but having everybody engaged and and part of the win is, is really important to me too. And I, and I love the progress we're making in that. Absolutely. On another topic, uh, more congratulations for my friend, Matt Thurman, who received his master's degree from Arizona state last spring, a master's of, did I get this right? Applied leadership and management from uh, the Thunderbird School of Global Management at ASU. Congrats, Matt. What what inspired you at this stage of your life to go back and get your master's degree? Uh, Doug Tamaro inspired me. <laughs> oh, don't you know, say that. <laughs> we'll yeah, never no, hear I the end of it wanted, from him. <laughs> it's funny. I mentioned this to Doug Tamaro uh, one time, and I said, no, I'd like to do this. He goes, if I had a nickel for everyone that said they were going to do that, I'd be a rich man. I said, well, then you just <laughs> guaranteed that I'm doing it. So, you know, when, when, when the COVID stuff happened, when the COVID stuff happened and uh, we had a great team and I was so frustrated, I didn't, I just didn't like how any of that went. And, and here I am stuck and they say, Hey, you can't coach, you can't compete, you can't recruit all these different things you can't do. And uh, I'm just not someone who likes being told I can't do stuff. So um, my wife and I actually both decided, Hey, let's maximize this time. Then if we can't do anything, let's go do something. So we, we both, um, enrolled in ASU, both got our graduate wow. degrees and, and had a great time doing it. You know, it was fun to do it together, but it was just, it was cool to be a student again and to know what it's like and to really, you know, I think it's a compelling recruiting argument too. When I sit in front of a kid and say, yeah, I, I know exactly what it's like. I just did it. Um, I know what these quizzes before midnight are and these group projects and, you know, how to log on to the different ASU systems and what they all mean. And, I, it's it was really valuable for me, and it, and I feel like it connected me deeper with ASU, which I wanted, and and with my players. Yeah, and uh, I always talk over the years. I've frequently talked with student athletes about the challenges of time management. You know, when they're pursuing their degrees while competing at the highest level. Uh, how was that for you? I mean, I guess at first, uh, COVID provided you some time to do this, but uh, once things started getting back to a relative sense of normalcy. I imagine that had to have been a challenge, you know, being a husband, a dad, the coach of the number two golf team in the country, and now a graduate student at Arizona State University. The class that I struggled the most in was uh, during NCAAs. It was like a seven-week course, and you have a group, and you had this big project. It was basically the whole class was this one-week group project, and it just happened to be the same week as the NCAAs. Oh, my goodness. And uh, my fir- the first year at Greyhawk, and – uh, yeah, that was that was my worst my worst grade, uh, but I got through it, and that's just what I had to do, just like they do. You know, people ask all the time, how do they get how do they handle the school? Well, ASU does such a great job of making it possible. So whether it's your student traveling, you're a coach, you're you know you're working some job, you have family, complicated family situation, whatever your age, ASU makes it available, makes it possible for you, and I got to live that. And like I said, I was kind of doing what the guys were doing. When we got done with a practice round, I had to go back and write a paper. And, wow. you know, after the team meeting, I had to run and, you know, get on a Zoom call with my group, um, and which was kind of a group all over the world. It was really fun. And it was hard, but, but you know, you love the hard things, and I'm so glad I did it. Well, that's awesome. It's, uh, again, congratulations on getting the Masters. Congratulations on the contract extension. And best of luck this season. You have a team that uh, we're all anxious to see play and have their season unfold and hopefully it leads you right back to Greyhawk come uh, late May. Thanks for joining us, Matt. Happy New Year, my friend. Thank you so much. We'll do our best to make everyone proud and, and happy to, um, you know, to be a Sun Devil and to, to watch everything that we do.
Thank you. Sun Devil head men's golf coach Matt Thurmond has been with us on this segment of the Anderson Healy Show. Coming up, a conversation with Arizona State head gymnastics coach Jay Santos about his 2023 Sun Devil team. But first, these messages. This is the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs lottery experience. When it rains, it pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. Enter eligible tickets on the Arizona Lottery Players Club by February 28th. Learn more at azplayersclub.com. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Your moment has arrived. Welcome to Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Bigger, bolder, and better with so much more to offer. Grab a cold drink and cool off in a cabana at our all-new resort pool. Or take a taste of the here and now with even more dining destinations to choose from, including our new rooftop restaurant and lounge, Prime, a Shula Steakhouse. It's time to own your moment. So you do you. It's now time for the official Game Time Munchies break with a cold, tasty brew from Lagunitas. When you're hungry from raising the pitchforks high, reach for the highly balanced Lagunitas IPA. It's wow with wings, perfection with pizza, and nearly unmatchable with nachos. Their IPA just goes with football food. We're proud to call them the official craft beer of Sun Devil Athletics. The Lagunitas Brewing Company, Petaluma, California. Drink Lagunitas responsibly. Welcome back to the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. Along with Arizona State Athletic Director Ray Anderson, I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play broadcaster for Sun Devil football, men's basketball, and baseball. And it's my pleasure to serve as your host along with Ray each week. Coming off a 2022 season in which they earned a share of the program's first-ever Pac-12 championship, the Sun Devil women's gymnastics team is already two meets into its 2023 season, placing third at the season-opening Super 16 event in Las Vegas two weeks ago, an event in which Arizona State, by the way, posted its second-highest season-opening score in the last seven years. And then last Friday, Coach Jay Santos's Sun Devils won their first home event of the year as they defeated both Eastern Michigan and UC Davis in a tri-meet at Desert Financial Arena. Coach Santos joins us this week to uh, help preview his 2023 gymnastics squad. Happy New Year, Jay. How have you been? Good to see you again. <laughs> Happy New Year, Tim. Good to see you, too. Thanks for having me. Judging by the scores and by the routines so far, it appears as though your team has come out of the gates fairly strong in the first two meets. How would you evaluate the performances so far? I, I agree with that. I feel like it, it's it's been a pretty positive start, um, and, it, and it's kind of it's always nice to get off to a good you know a good positive start, and you know it changes the you know the direction, the storylines, and things like that. So it takes a little pressure off of everybody to you know get a couple of solid meets you know behind us and. You know, basically at this point, you know, we're just continuing to talk about, you know, again, where can we improve? What can we do a little bit better? How do we get even stronger than we've already done? So, um, you know, like I said, I've been pretty, you know, I've been pretty pleased so far with the first two competitions. Before we look ahead, why don't we look back for a moment? Uh, The sense of accomplishment for you, your athletes, your program to earn a share of ASU's first ever Pac-12 regular season title in gymnastics. That must have been a a tremendous feeling for all of you. It it really was, obviously. It's something that we've been, you know, striving for, building towards to to be at that level and to compete, you know, compete with those programs on a regular basis and in the pack and and, and those types of things. So uh, it it was really rewarding last year. Uh, It's exciting. We got to we got our rings in. We did a little ring ceremony uh, at, the, at the first home meet. So got to kind of bring it back up and, 
you know, snap off a whole bunch of photos and show off the rings to mm-hmm. the home crowd. So, uh, like I said, so it was, yeah, it's really exciting. That must've been a great moment last Friday, huh? Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. The girls, the girls milked it up and then, you know, the number of pictures that were taken after the meet, I can't, I can't even tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Jay, I still have a ring from the 2010 Sun Devil baseball team winning a Pac-10 championship. So, uh, I know how special I still have it in my room. It's too big. To, it, it doesn't fit. Yeah, but, yeah. You, uh, you don't wear about too much, it. right? Yeah, it's, it, it's, 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 it's there. It looks nice. It sure does. Sure does. Now let's fast forward to the present day this season. Uh, with a lar- You have a large number of athletes that returned to your squad from a year ago. Uh, do you feel as yeah. though your team is poised this year to build off the success of 2022 as you embark on this new season? I do. I do. We, I mean, we have a, a, a good, a good amount of, like, like you said, returners, big junior class, uh, big senior class. Um, they're leading the way. Um, and they, and those, those two classes obviously have been around. They've, you know, two, two seasons ago, ninth in the country last year, you know, co-pack 12 champions, you know, they've been in lots of big meets at this point. Uh, so, um, you know, their season, they know what to do, how to prepare, um, and I think, you know, like I said, I think they're, they're, they're ready to go this year. So, you know, big goals and, and the like. In spotlighting some of your top individual performers, we probably should begin the conversation with senior Hannah Scharf, who was a first team all Pac-12 selection last year, a second team All-American in the all-around, having won the all-around in five different meets a year ago. What are your hopes and expectations for Hannah this year? Uh, I mean, the same. I mean, she last two seasons, you know, she's been, you know, obviously, you know, top performer, you know, competing at the highest level with some of the best gymnasts in the country. Um, You know, she's had a a really strong preseason, you know, two, two good meets to start the year. Uh, you know, I mean, she, she's right, you know, right where, right where she needs to be, uh, you know, just working on a cut, you know, some details here or there, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's, she's right back in the all around. She, she's ready to go. So we're, we, you know, our expectation is that she's just going to continue to, to do, do the same things that everybody's accustomed to seeing her do. One uh, young lady who's gotten off to a terrific start in 2023 for you is junior Emily White from uh, Seal Beach, California. She took second in the all-around at that meet in Las Vegas and then won three events in the tri-meet at home last week, the vault, the floor, and the all-around. She was solid for you last year, Jay. In what ways do you think she has stepped forward this year as a gymnast? Um, I think obviously, um, she did a little bit of all around for us last year. Um, she really, you know, she had a great summer, great preseason, set herself up for all around to be in contention and be competing all around, you know, quite a bit this year. Um, and I think she's really starting to, you know, being a junior now, she's settling in her confidence, I think is as a, an all time high for her. Um, and I think it really, it really shows in her performances and just how comfortable she looks out there. She's a, you know, beautiful gymnast, great technique, you know, great line, all, all those little things that, you know, gymnastics coaches like to see, um, you know, but like I said, I think her, you know, her confidence is, is just way up there right now. And I mean, she has just been working so hard to, to just take care of all those little details. So, um, you know, super excited for her. I think she's, you know, really set herself up for a breakout year. Another uh, gymnast who came up big for you last week was junior Sarah Clark. She excels in the uneven bars, and she won the bars last Friday. And I think she had the best score of the night for any Sun Devil on any event, a 9.9. How would you size up Sarah's progress to this point? Uh, she's great. She got um, she got sidelined with a, a, a little small ankle injury um, going into coming out of the Christmas break. Um, so even the expectation, like she was she was ready to go on floor as well. So there's another event that she can add um, that she's going to add uh, hopefully sometime soon here. But again, great preparation. You know, junior. She's she knows exactly you know what she needs to do. Um, I mean, you know, fantastic technique, you know, when, when she's on, uh, like I said, especially on bars, she's, she's one of the best in the country. Who are some of the other veterans that you're going to lean on this year? Uh, we've got, um, you know, Gracie Reeves, another senior, uh, Jordan Jaslow. Um, we've got, uh, Jada Mangahas, uh, Cassie Barbanente is juniors. Um, Alex Theodoro is coming back. Um, as a sophomore, you know, she was, uh, I think, second at Pac-12s on vault last year. 
So, um, you know, there's, there's a, you know, I think we've got a, you know, a real good core group of, you know, you know, returning, you know, gymnasts, as you said, that, you know, can help us lead the way and, and really, and really mm-hmm. push this program this year. With so many returnees, you might think, one might think it'd be tough for a newcomer to break into the rotation this year. Uh, who are some newcomers that you think can become impact performers? I saw in the, uh, uh, try meet last Friday that you had Scottsdale Horizon High School product Kayla Lee, one of your freshmen, lead off on the beam for you. That showed a lot of confidence in her at yeah, such an early two, stage. Two two weeks in a row, she did it uh, in Vegas as well. Um, Kayla's a really good beamer, uh, so that was kind of when we when we were recruiting her. You know, we were kind of looking at. Um, uh, replacement for Megan, you know, um, she, she, Megan Thompson was our lead off for three years in a row and then she graduated. So we were looking to kind of fill that role and, 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 and looking at Kayla, like there, there's a lot of similarities. So we were really excited for her and she has, ex, you know, just exceeded, I don't know if exceeded expectations is the right thing because, you know, we really thought she could handle that spot. Um, but she's come out and done a phenomenal job the first two, first two weekends, looking very comfortable, very confident. Um, so, uh, we've got a couple other, um, Kimmy Smith is working her way back. Uh, I think she's, she's another freshman that could, you know, definitely make some impact on beam and floor, uh, moving forward. Um, and then there's a, there's a couple other athletes that, you know, are, are trying to work their way back. Uh, Isabella Cowan, if she, if she can, if she can get back, um, I, you know, she, in preseason, she was, you know, definitely, you know, looking like she was going to be a contributor. So I think she's someone else that if we can get her, get her going, you know, before the end of the season that she could be in there. Now your program will be part of what's always a fun and certainly special evening in Sun Devil Athletics this coming Friday night, January 20th, the beauty and the beast night returns to the floor of desert financial arena. The Sun Devil gymnastics team will be hosting 19th ranked Stanford. The same time that the ASU wrestling team will be taking on Cal Poly at Desert Financial. How do your kids enjoy competing in that event and in doing so in this particular case against a very challenging conference opponent? It, it's a fun event. I mean, it's, I mean, they, they run like concurrently, but separately, but it just adds, you know, I mean, there's more excitement, there's more noises, more fans that, you know, there's just, you know, you look around, there's something else going on besides gymnastics. It's, you know, like, and, you know, their fan base and our fan base are, you know, a little, a little different and a little, you know, you hear the, you know, obviously you'll, you'll, you won't be paying attention to hear the screams from the other side of the arena and you're like, Hey, what's going on over there? So uh, the, the team really loves it. But like I said, I think it's just, it just adds that, you know, a little more, you know, excitement, you know, a little more fun to the arena, um, you know, something else is going on. So, uh, you know, like, like, as you said, it's always a fun event. So we're looking forward to it. As always, your upcoming schedule is a challenging one. And my understanding is you're going to face seven teams this year that were ranked in the top 25, including a pair of top 10 teams in Oklahoma and Utah. What's your take on your schedule over these next couple of months? I uh, mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, it's the, I mean, we we're about to see you know, like this week, we obviously starts our PAC 12 scheduling with Stanford. Um, you've got, you know, UCLA, Utah and Cal off to really strong starts. I think they were, you know, five, six and seven this week um, in the rankings. So, and then there's a little, little gap. And then there's the, the next group of us kind of that, that teens, right. You know, we're all kind of jump, jump mm-hmm. bunch and they're right behind it. So, you know, not too far behind the, the, those other programs. So, you know, pack is strong. You know, we we all we know this every year. There's gonna you know there's gonna be some hard fought meets, and you're gonna have to come out and perform every weekend. You know, we've got obviously Stanford this week, U of A, which you know is you know rivalry weeks. You know, just adds that another level next week. When you know we get them a little sure. earlier than we usually have, so that that'll add a little excitement there. And then you know, then we're I think at UCLA, at Cal, and then Utah at home. So, you know, you you run, you run the gauntlet and, but it's great. I mean, it prepares, it prepares the team, you know, I mean, it, it it's, you know, they, they're going to be, you know, you want them in those situations, you want them in those big meets, you know, they grow, they learn from it, no, no matter what, you know, wh- whether we're on top or whether we're, you know, we, st- we still have stuff to work on, like, you know, you can, they're going to grow from it and they're going to be that much stronger at the end of the year be- because of those big meets. Well, your teams at ASU, since you've been here, have gotten exponentially better, it seems like, each year, year after year after year. What would be the next step in that progression for your program this year, Jay, with such an experienced group? 
Uh, I mean, we, you know, continuing to establish ourselves in the Pac-12 as one of the top teams, you know, be, being competitive, you know, with, with with those with those programs we just talked about, and then you know, you know, getting to that, you know, um, that round of sixteen at, at NCAs again, and you know, being in contention to to make it to NCAA nationals. I mean, that's you know, one of the big team goals is to try to, you know, obviously to put ourselves in a position that that you know we're going to get you know get this team back to the NCAA championships. Well, it's going to be an exciting season, uh, and we're all anxious to watch this uh, gymnastics team progress through the next couple of months. And it uh, begins this Friday night uh, with Beauty and the Beast night, uh, ASU Gymnastics hosting Stanford, while Sun Devil Wrestling will host Cal Poly. Jay, always great to visit with you. Good luck to you and your team this season. Thanks for dropping by today. Thanks, Tim. It's great to see you. As always, uh, that was Sun Devil Gymnastics coach Jay Santos joining us here on the Anderson Healy Show. Ray will rejoin me for the final segment of this week's program in a moment. Again, this is the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. Vibe check. A free afternoon on a Friday. Vibe. The party after the after party. Vibe. 3 a.m. text from your ex. No vibe. A hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C. Big vibe. Vizzy is a vibe. Celebrate responsibly. 2022 Molson Coors Beverage Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, flavored beer. Tempe is the place to be to catch the excitement of ASU sports. Before and after the game, Sun Devil fans can enjoy the sunny weather while paddle boarding or kayaking at Tempe Town Lake, hiking around Papago Park, dining on a patio on Mill Avenue, or enjoying a local brew while relaxing poolside at one of our great hotels. The next time you plan to catch a game at ASU, plan to play and stay in Tempe. To learn more, go to www.tempetourism.com. We'll see you in Tempe. If you plan on flying on or after May 7th, 2025, make sure you have the new Arizona Travel ID to get you past TSA security checkpoints. This credential shows a gold star in the upper right corner and is available to Arizona residents as a driver's license or ID card. Getting your license or ID card updated is a slam dunk. Log on to aztravelid.com for a list of qualifying documents you'll need to get your travel ID. Make sure to beat the buzzer and get your AZ Travel ID today. Hey, Sun Devil fans, college basketball is back. So grab your friends in a cold, refreshing Dos Equis lager and make the most of game day. Whether you're at the bar with fellow Sun Devils or watching with your friend who went to that other school, Dos Equis is there for it all. So buy a cold, crisp Dos Equis and get those forks up on game day. Dos Equis, proud partner of the Arizona State Sun Devils. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2022. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Welcome back as we wind down this week's installment of the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devils Radio Network. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of the Sun Devils, and Arizona State Athletic Director Ray Anderson rejoins me now. We open the show talking about the very busy weekend of sports that lies ahead here at Arizona State with ASU hosting 11 teams from 10 different sports, or schools rather, 10 different schools in seven different sports over the course of this coming weekend included in that group of events a pair of swimming and diving meets this weekend at the Mona Plummer Aquatic Center. The Sun Devil men's swimming team of coach Bob Bowman will make their debut as the nation's number one ranked program when the Sun Devils host Stanford this Friday at 2 p.m. and then California Saturday at 12 noon at Mona Plummer. The Sun Devil women will also host their counterparts from Stanford and Cal on those two days. The women were in competition last week and won their first meet of the new calendar year, dominating Washington State last weekend in Tempe, 206-56. to Arizona State winning every race in the meet with the trio of Lindsey Looney, Charlie Brown, and Ieva Maluka teaming up to win six, Ray, of ASU's 14 event wins. Yes, and uh, Buffy and I went out to the uh, uh, women's meet uh, uh, and saw a good portion of that uh, competition. And I'm telling you, our women are fantastic uh, in the water. They're ready to go. Uh, and so Coach Rachel's got them uh, fired up. And, 
and, and, and ready to go. And so this weekend against Stanford and Cal uh, will be a bigger test, but uh, I think they're up to it. And then uh, certainly uh, looking forward to see our number one ranked men against traditional powers, Stanford and Cal back to back this weekend. So uh, if you're a swimming fan, men and women, swimming and diving, you ought to be out at Mona Plummer on Saturday and uh, Friday, the day before, Friday at 2, I think you said, Tim, and Saturday at noon. Let's go. Absolutely. Should be a great weekend at the pool. It'll be a busy weekend on the hard courts of the Whiteman Tennis Center as well. The Sun Devil women's tennis team will play three home matches in the span of 48 hours. This coming Thursday, January 19th, the women will actually get the busy weekend started when they host New Mexico State at 10 a.m. at the Whiteman Tennis Center. And then later that afternoon at 3 o'clock, we'll take on the Lumberjacks of NAU. And then two days later, Arizona State will take on Loyola Marymount in a noon match on Saturday, January 19th, as uh, the Sun Devils begin Coach Sheila McInerney's 39th season at Arizona State. Sheila's uh, year number 39 got off to a nice start last weekend, Ray, with her Sun Devils sweeping a pair of matches beating to, uh, both Grand Canyon and UC San Diego 7-zip. Yes, uh, Sheila in her 39th year uh, is just uh, extraordinary. Uh, staying power, if you will, Tim, and uh, great coaching. She and Matt do a great job with our women's team. So had a strong weekend last weekend. Looking forward to New Mexico State, New Mexico State NAU, Loyola Marymount coming to town. Uh, really good tennis out at Whiteman, led by Sheila McInerney's team. The mullet will also be hopping this weekend as part of Arizona State's busy weekend of athletics. Sun Devil Hockey will be seeking a big bounce-back weekend as Coach Greg Powers' Ice Devils will host the Rochester Institute of Technology, or RIT, this Friday evening, January 20th at 7 p.m., and then the puck will drop Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. at the mullet. Arizona State was swept this past weekend by number 17 Minnesota State, as the Sun Devils uh, lost games by scores of 3-1 to one and 5 to nothing, And Coach Powers and his crew, Ray, hoping to get back on track. They've lost now 10 of their last 14 games. Yes, they've been playing a really strong competition, and it's starting to uh, uh, show the first time uh, at Mullet that we were swept uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend. Not happy about that at all, Coach Powers uh, and his team. Uh, and so they're – really focus this week on really crisp practices uh, so that they can come back against uh, RIT uh, and hopefully sweep here at home. Looking forward to a strong hockey weekend at the mullet this weekend, Tim. About the only Sun Devil sports team that will be competing out of town this weekend, track and field. Coach Dion Miller's teams will be in Lubbock, Texas for the Red Raider Open this coming Friday, January 20th. ASU opened its season last Friday at the Axum Open, hosted by Northern Arizona University up in uh, snowy Flagstaff, Arizona. The Sun Devils put 14 athletes on the podium in Flagstaff last weekend, meaning they had top three finishes in their particular events. Seven of them won their events. Among the notables, Justin Robinson captured the men's 300 meters, Tyler Schirenberg won the men's 800 meters, while Kylie Miller took the women's 800, and Austin Cox captured a victory and a personal best at that in the men's pole vault, Ray. Great weekend uh, to start the season on the indoor circuit for Dion Miller's program. Yes, real strong performance up there at NAU, and uh, saw Dion Miller today, and he certainly is enthusiastic about this team, looking forward to going to Texas Tech, where he spent some time, but uh, the NAU meet was a good start for indoor uh, and looking forward to a, a good trip down to Texas. But uh, the team did well. They were prepared, uh, as you reflected in the standings, Tim. And on that note, we'll drop the curtain on this week's installment of the Anderson Healy Show. We thank you so much for joining us. A couple of other thank yous before we leave. One to our show producer, Arizona State Associate Athletic Director Doug Tamaro. Thanks as well to our outstanding engineer producer, Sean Crespin of the Sun Devil Radio Network, and to our marvelous show scheduler, Kim Nelson of Sun Devil Athletics. Ray and I will be back next week with another edition of the Anderson Healy Show, and we do hope 
that you'll drop by for a visit. Good to see you, Ray, and uh, hope to see you out at the basketball game Thursday night. The joint's going to be hopping, isn't it? It's going to be hopping, Tim. We will see you there. Uh, And thank you to all the Sun Devil fans for listening and following our student-athletes. And so we say, Go Devils! Go Devils! Till next time, for Ray Anderson, I'm Tim Healy. We thank you for joining us here on the Anderson Healy Show. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Anderson Healy Show, powered by Elevation, the Sun Devils' preferred home energy technology company. Tim Holvick here. You know, I always promised myself, if I ever owned my own Ford dealership, I'd run it with common sense, I'd hire some really awesome people, and I'd treat all of our customers like great friends. And I'd always be a super supporter of Arizona State University. That's how I do it. I call my dealership Santan Ford, and we're in Gilbert. It's where the Sun Devils go. See you here. We are Santan Ford, proud partners of the Arizona State University Sun Devils. It takes hard work to be the best in the game. Planning, commitment, resilience, sweat. That's why Old Dominion Freight Line, the number one national LTL carrier for quality, works hard to be the best in the game and is proud to support those striving to be the best in theirs. Old Dominion Freight Line, official freight carrier of Sun Devil Athletics, helping the world keep promises. 75% of the electricity you're using is on products that are turned off, and your ceiling fan could cost you up to $5,000 over its lifetime. Sun Devils fans, you know your sports stats. At Elevation, we know the stats that can help save your wallet and the world. Visit PoweredByElevation.com and learn how our full suite of smart solar solutions can make a powerful difference today. Elevation is a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Forks up, bills down. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs lottery experience. When it rains, it pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. Enter eligible tickets on the Arizona Lottery Players Club by February 28th. Learn more at azplayersclub.com.